According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. I was using that like all morning, literally until the batteries died. Oh, That's how long I was using it today. I was like, God damn, this hurts. And then I went to the gym and I was like, it's chest day. So I was like rolling out at the same time as I was like doing chest in between like sets. <laughs> but yeah. now I feel good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, that's good. It's funny. Uh, my said she was going to take a little time off. She's actually been doing those same workouts I've been doing. Um, and she took some time off and then it turned into like two months or something like that. And so she just, <laughs> she just got back into it this week again. Uh, and she is paying heavily brother <laughs> she's struggling with stairs and uh and i would i've talked about it on this podcast but uh before but i had to admit that the first time i'd ever done a proper leg workout was with you and and uh, i don't remember how i was there jared was there uh jeff <laughs> all those guys and i'll never i'll never that christmas will live in my mind forever all of us dude yeah <laughs> Dude, literally slept downstairs on the couch because I couldn't get up the stairs. I, I like, just remember like all of us texting each other and being like, dude, how are your legs? And like, oh my God. <laughs> We're all like, I couldn't use the bathroom. I had to like lower yeah. myself down using the bathtub. <laughs> oh, so brutal. So brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was really bad. Um, but it's funny how your body adjusts to stuff. Because like I was telling yeah. you before, even that Spartacus workout, I mean, it would jack me up. Uh, but yep. I started doing it for a while and I got to a point like at the early in COVID where I, I was doing it every, like every three or four days, probably every single week. Um, and I did that for a couple months and pretty soon it just, I wasn't getting sore. It was actually becoming easy. Even my heart rate wasn't getting as high during the workout yeah. and stuff. It's weird how adaptable the body is like that. Like if you just keep repeating the same motion. Um, yeah. But that being said, that's why they say you got to change up your workout all the time too. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I usually do it like every two weeks I'll change it up and do stuff differently. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, and I think it's, it's good to get a variety of working out too, right? You got to get not just the strength training, but you got to get some cardio in there or some kind of, no, <laughs> no, not, not fierce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They say it's good no for you. No cardio. No cardio. Yeah. Well, I know I have known a lot of dudes that, um, are crazy shredded, crazy healthy and don't do a lick of cardio. Um, <laughs> but I think, I feel like you, you got to compensate a little with the diet. Maybe. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know. I'm talking out of my ass because I think <laughs> I feel like cardio, cardio is more about, um, you know, like VO two max and breathing and, yeah. and oxygen, oxygenation of your blood and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, no. Um, so how was the birthday dude? I know you took a couple of days off and, uh, yeah, took some days off from work and here, the wifey actually decorated my office. Uh, I can see if uh, oh, look a at whole that. bunch of stuff in my office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the door thing fell down. She's like a happy birthday thing over here. There's stuff in front of me. So um, okay. it was funny because uh, she forgot that I took a couple of days off, but she came in here and decorated my office. Like, you know, like you would if you were in like a regular office because yeah. that's what my work does. You know, if we have birthdays, we go and we decorate somebody's office. And so since she's technically my co-worker since we work at home <laughs> she was in my office and, and decorating it so that was kind of cool but yeah it was uh it's pretty i mean covid birthday you know last year i was able to celebrate my birthday regularly yeah but, uh, this year is a little different cosmonita's closed dude i didn't even this yeah first time uh-huh. this is gonna be the first time in 31 years i was unless thinking- they open up you know anytime soon but 31 years dude that i haven't gone to cosmonita from birthday 
That's unbelievable. Now, why are they still closed? They're closed. Is that a business choice they're making? Because I think I they can, so. yeah, they can open know. up now, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I actually hadn't realized they were closed. Um, I almost yeah. texted you and just asked like, if there was any shot of going to Casa this year or what was happening. Oh, um, man. 31 we, years. Yeah, dude. But uh, we, um, we normally don't uh, go out to eat or something. If we do get uh, food out, we usually just do takeout. You know? I'll yeah, go oh, pick yeah. it up. And, and bring it back home but we don't eat at the restaurant but this time we did we went to uh, uh hapa sushi oh so and, uh, good so some sushi good. dude it was it was kind of refreshing to go out into like the world and eat dinner like <laughs> right around other people um you know i go to the gym but still it's a different experience you know when you're seeing people sitting down and you know it's an intimate setting and yeah. you're just like oh man this is this is regular life right here. Like I know <laughs> people enjoying each other's company, eating dinner, you know, having fun and catching up and stuff like that. And yeah, that's what me and my sister were talking about today. Um, it's crazy how, how much you enjoy those little things now. Like um, I was pretty nervous about going back to work, you know what I mean? With having yeah. being around in a classroom full of students and everything again with, you know, COVID and stuff happening. Um, but man, it has felt good. It has felt good yeah. to like get up in the morning. Uh, part of the reason I'm exhausted now, I can't sleep into the last minute <laughs> anymore. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it feels good to be, it feels somewhat normal, you know, having conversations with people at work and uh, seeing my students every day in person. And um, it's been, uh, it's been, it's weird how those little things suddenly become really pleasurable. You're just like, yeah. man, this is, this is actually just plain old regular life, you know, no frills, no extras just wonderful man it's wonderful yeah. to drive to work in the morning and uh i don't know i i've been leaving super early in the morning so that could be part of it but it seems like the commute's way better um i don't know if uh that's there's probably just a lot of people you know working from home and stuff yeah probably probably has to do a little bit with that yeah yeah you know me over prepare i get there it's still dark <laughs> when i get into my classroom in the morning <laughs> i was like how early can we technically get there and they're like oh you can't you can't get here before 6 a.m i'm like oh okay i'll be there at 603 <laughs> you're like i'm gonna need my own set of keys yeah <laughs> well we do i have a i actually wear a card around my neck all the time to oh, that okay. opens the outside door and then i've got a key to my classroom that gets me into there oh okay uh, but yeah, no, it's been good, man. And I've been uh, it's been back at it for a couple of weeks now. Three weeks total if you count the week before we went back because remember I was doing the access testing. Um, yep. So I was in for that. Um, I have been really pleasantly surprised by how well the students, um, they take it serious. I think they're all scared, dude. Because like they even have an opportunity. We take them out like when they're outside, they can get further than six feet apart and then have a yeah. mask break if they want where they could take the mask off, breathe some fresh air. And almost none of them do it, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then now I'm seeing lots of students are double masking. So they've got like two masks on and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're uh, they're actually really, really, really compliant. Um, but it is a little weird because it's hybrid. So about half of our student population is online and about half of them come in. And then not only is half the student population coming in, we're splitting that into two cohorts. So yeah. either you come in Monday, Tuesdays, or you come in Thursday, Fridays. So it's very bizarre, like you know, in between like the passing periods last year were just chaos, you know what I mean? Just kids yeah. everywhere and trying to stop people <laughs> from fighting and, you know, stopping people from hugging and kissing and whatever's happening, you know, just random stuff. Uh, and this year it's, it just feels like walking dead or something, you know, it's just a couple of students Dang. trickling down the hallway. And you know what I was just thinking about? What's that? Like, are, are like teen pregnancies down because of COVID? I've thought about that. It's, they gotta be right. <laughs> like, right. Right. 
Uh, but, you're not interacting at school anymore. You don't have a chance to like, you know, yeah, hang out with somebody, you know, after school or anything like that and go to someone's house or anything yep. like, yeah, all dude, no doubt, man. Um, <laughs> we, we often talk about the mental health effects and all that stuff, but yeah, that may be a side benefit there. Huh? <laughs> not as much teen pregnancy happening uh, for sure. I've thought about that too. And that being said, there's probably a lot more uh, regular pregnancy happening. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> people everyone walk. all quarantined at home or like bored. It's like, well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, right? <laughs> We're about to be doing something. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been cool. Um, I think I told you before. I've I've got to I've had to really strengthen the bladder, bro. We get <laughs> we get three minute passing periods. Um, yep. I have I have pride myself. I got a pretty strong bladder, but um, I've literally like cut my water drinking down to like a quarter in the mornings and then even my yeah. coffee i drink it later in the morning so that it doesn't uh-huh. kick in too early because um, there's three <laughs> minutes between classes you know and then i've got a first period second period then a third period then a fourth period and then my first break and so it's uh if you screw up and drink too much water or coffee you it's brutal <laughs> you're just just hanging in there hoping to not have a repeat of third grade for me <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've told that on the podcast yeah. in front of the whole damn class, peed myself, waiting for the teacher to give me permission to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Please. My God. Yeah, no, I I hear what you're saying about getting out and, and uh, being social and stuff. I do really look forward to doing podcasts in person. I think yeah. uh, that's going to be so fun, man. Just uh, like on Friday nights again, hanging out, you know. Maybe, yes, sir. Maybe a couple people having some brews or whatever. Just chilling. We'll get yeah. there. I think I feel like it's yeah. around the corner. That's what me and my sister were talking about today. It's like, like I think the summer is going to be fairly normal. I think by the time we hit um, fall next year, we'll be in a good position. Yeah. Oh, update on the vaccines for the teachers. I don't know if you heard this yesterday. Uh, Polis announced it, and I got an email from DPS saying that um, they have reprioritized teachers now. So uh-huh. we will actually start getting vaccinations on February 8th now. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the Johnson & Johnson, so... <laughs> I was happy There's to hear Johnson that. Johnson and Johnson, the uh, the D plus of vaccines. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, the they sub-fuck. got a 66 percent effective rate. Come on, bro. Like, bro, why do you announce that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you haven't won. That's not. There's just already say, two other. Yeah. Just say it's not ready yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> like, why would you say that? Just like, uh, so we're it's about sixty six percent effective. <laughs> like, okay, guess yeah. who's not yeah. taking that. Yeah, I'm a teacher, bro. That's a D, homie. That's, not, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's the D a, of vaccines. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. Um, pretty impressive, though, the other two, man. 95 or 94% or whatever. That's, yeah. that's super, uh, super impressive. And that's, I think that if people start getting the vaccination and then, you know, we'll have to stick with the mass, I think, for a little while and the social distancing. I don't think it's going away super soon. Um, but I think we can start getting into better habits of like having your smaller circle. You know what I mean? We've got a circle of friends where everybody's cool, being cool. They're not yeah. out there doing stupid shit, just running around, you know, whatever. French kitchen strangers. Unprotected, <laughs> just putting their yeah. mouths wherever they want to. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm super careful about touching my face. Like that's such a big thing for me. And I, yeah. I feel like that. I told you that last year was crazy. It was my first year teaching. And I, you know me, dude, over the years, like especially if you go back like four or five years for me, I was sick all the fucking time. Like I was just <laughs> always sick. I always had something. And yeah. I couldn't figure out what it was. It was probably mostly stress, I guess. Stress and lack of sleep is most the most likely culprits. And, and also your your child strip carrier 
Yeah. Dude, we were looking at the numbers on that. It was so crazy. What did my say? He had strep 15 times in like a 12 or 13 month period. It was unbelievable. And then since we quarantined, <laughs> fucking zero. Not one time. He hasn't had anything. None of the kids. They haven't had shit. No, everybody's <laughs> been healthy. Like, it's crazy. Kind of makes me nervous, though. I overthink too much, but I think about, like, we need to build our immunity. We probably catch a cold every once in a while. It's probably good for you. But otherwise, you just get this super weak ass immune system that's not ready for anything. And then we go out into public and it's like, like freaking Europeans encountering natives. We all just get destroyed by every virus. (laughs) Smallpox comes out of nowhere again. (laughs) So I don't understand what the the purpose of the double mask thing is. Well, here's the thing. I think people are taking Fauci like a bit out of context, maybe. Um, I didn't actually see the whole thing, but I did read the exact quote. And it was like, he said something like, somebody asked him, is it better to double mask? And he said, well, I mean, going with logical reasoning, it makes sense because the more layers you have, the better, right? I mean, it's yeah. more layers that it has to get through. And then everybody just kind of ran with it and was like, oh, it's time to double mask, especially with this new strain. And it's so contagious. Yeah. You got to double mask it up. Uh, but I think people are just getting a little bit um, carried away with it. Honestly, I just don't think, I mean, yeah. I don't care if you want to double mask, go for it. I think it is probably a bit safer um, just because there's more layers on your face, but I don't know, man. Well, see, like in the, what we have, you know, we have the uh, filtered masks. Yeah. So like, you know, the one that I work out with is that big one and it's, it's a N95 filter in it. So it's like, Ooh. you know, the one that's the, you know, the medical one and filters out everything and it says it protects against, you know, viruses and, and stuff like that. So I think I'm kind of, I don't need to do yeah, I don't, double masks with two, those ones. Do. Two questions for you. Um, yeah. Where did you get that from? And the filters? Amazon. Uh, through Amazon. Amazon. Can you send me yeah. a link or a picture or something? I want to try and find that one. I did a lot of searching um, for masks. When we use the filter ones too, but it's I don't think it's the N95. It's like a I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of filter that goes in there. It's got a, it does have a letter and a number, but it's not in nine five. Probably says because we also have other ones. It probably says PM two point five. Yes, I think that is what it is. Yeah, that's and that's just that's like ninety percent effect too. So that's the same thing. It's okay. a carbon filter. Gotcha. Um, yeah, send me. Send me the link, though, because I am interested. I was literally thinking about crafting my own because we have some N95 masks, but they're like crazy uncomfortable. And like, yeah, I don't know if I have a big head or what, but that shit, it tugs <laughs> my ears so far forward. Like it gives me a headache. And so I was like, uh, I was thinking about well, like, what if I just cut out a filter and put that inside my my normal cloth? Yeah. Mask well, they also the- like I've seen people being, you know, ingenious with the stuff and they use like paper clips and they'll just paper clip put a paper hook in the back and then hook up both the things back there. So just like rest on the back of their head instead uh, of behind the ears. Yeah. So something as simple as that, you know? Yeah, totally. And they have different kinds. They supply us with them at school. And so they've got yeah. different ones. There's like this really weird one that goes like this. It's like a weird shape, but it sticks out super far, which is kind of bizarre. Yeah, like oh. It's like cone like, yeah. Yeah. The other question I wanted to ask you was how is, um, like, can people hear you okay with it or is it like super oh, yeah. muffling? Okay. Well, you know me. I have a I have a voice that carries. So yeah, me too. <laughs> I understand. Okay, yeah, because that's a big concern for me. Is that that's for sure? Even with my cloth mask, dude, I have to talk so much louder in class, and then students yeah. constantly are like, "Wait, what? I didn't catch what you said. Say it again." Um, <laughs> and then it's brutal for me. I feel like an old man. I actually have good hearing, surprisingly, for being a musician all those years. Um, but it is it's shocking how many times I have to ask students to repeat themselves because I'm like I can't hear them through their mask. Yeah. You know, they already talk so <laughs> quiet most of the time when they like they give out an answer in class or something. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Good to know. I'm going to check that out for sure. Uh, I'm always on a quest. I'm not a fan of the, the, the ones we have, the regular N95s. They tug on the ears too much, but they also like, like it like pushes my skin on my face back and everything. Like it just feels like, because I'm in that thing all day. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in it, you yeah. know, from first thing in the morning until late in the evening. Um, and so it's, I want to have something comfortable. The cloth ones are super comfortable. Um, but yeah, I think you're, you're for sure fine, dude. If you've got an inline five filter in there, you're good. Yeah. I even think I'm pretty good with the ones I've got too. Um, I think yeah. a couple of the key components are like having the metal thing over the nose so that you can just to cover everything. Yeah. The pinch out everything off and keep yeah. it close. Yeah. 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 Um, I do think about the eyes cause I had like goggle glasses. They're like these, but they've got like stuff on the side, you know, that kind of blocks yeah. and, and I think it helps, and that's always been a concern. It's like, well, what if I'm you know, too close or something and a droplet gets in my eye? I could potentially catch it. You can catch it through your eye just as, just as much as your ears or your mouth or anything else like that. Um, but it was making me crazy, bro. Like I just could, I felt like I was always – and then you're like trying to talk to students, and I'm monitoring online and running around all day, and yeah. uh, it was just too much. So I stopped wearing those. So I don't wear anything. I don't wear glasses at all when I'm at work now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a birthday coming up too. So, anything for you planned? No, probably not. Uh, just taking it easy, hopefully. Hopefully, it's on a Tuesday. So, it's like right in the middle of the week this year. Yeah, mine was on a Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. And it sucks when it's like Monday or Tuesday because you know it's so far away before it's a Friday again. Yep. And now that I'm getting so old, I'm like, well, shit, dude, that'll be like my damn 50th birthday or something by the time it's well, a weekend. Well, it's funny because it was like, you know, um, they were like, you're going to take your birthday off. I was like, you know what this year? Cause usually I just work on it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take it off. I'm gonna take Thursday off. And I was like, wait a second. I'm not working Thursday. I'm not, not working Thursday and coming back Friday. Oh yeah. What kind of shit is that? So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to take that. Friday off too. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. When you said that, I was like, oh, that's, I'm down with that. That was, that's it for so, sure. Yeah, so. Well, and, the, and so I was just goofing around the, the, the wifey, um, she got me one of those Oculus twos, those virtual things. Ooh. And so, you know, you can play things. I was like playing Darth Vader and I was like, it's lightsaber. And I'm just like, I probably look ridiculous. <laughs> and I think she took a video and like sent it to um, my mother-in-law. Oh, super. But uh, there's also like, you can play poker. So you can like sit in a room and, you know, at a table and you're, you're sitting in your regular seat at home and there's people around, you can see them and stuff. And Damn. it's pretty funny because just the interactions you get with people are, are hilarious, dude. And so it's kind of another social interaction kind of a deal. Yeah. What, how is that? I, I mean, that's stuff we joked about in the future, like 10 years ago. Yeah. And now it's like really here. What is that? Like, like what, what is it like interacting with people? In that so it's way? funny. Cause like you, you know, have your little sticks or you can use, without your the little things that you hold you mm-hmm. can do it without it and it recognizes your hands you just got to do certain mo- motions for it to do it but you can sit there and you can like you know, you know lean at the table and you can go like and like look at your cards and flip them up holy shit and uh and check it out and like you know grab chips and throw chips and everything and then they have like all these other things that you can put on the table so people are always like buying drinks for the table <laughs> and so it's like chink like there's a drink there's a drink there's a drink and you're just like it's funny because like the first time you know you're trying to figure out how to open these things it's a bottle and you're like with your virtual hands you're like what how do i dude watching that from the outside it's got to be a riot open this thing it's like how do you open this thing so you're like this and all of a sudden it's like like oh look cool and then just pretending to drink it and it's like oh man how much time until that shit is really really real like how how is it is it pretty damn real it's pretty fun yeah it's pretty cool but it's like to me it's just like after a while, it's just too much on the eyeballs, you know, because it's like right here. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're just like looking at it. And so after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, it's cool to do it every, you know, so often. I'm not on it for like an hour at a time. You know, I'll be on there for like maybe 30 minutes at the most. I bet you there's, there's, there are those people out there, though, I'm sure. They're just living in that place. They just have it plugged into the wall. just like, because, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you have to charge them and everything, but you can plug it into the wall. I mean, oh, that shit would make me nervous, bro. I don't ever want to be directly plugged into a socket to have something attached to my head. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. I remember, it was a long, a, yeah. It was a long time ago. Remember those cell phones exploding? I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. People who were like, had it, they're plugged into their charger in bed, you know, on their phone or whatever. Over, yeah. Overheating and overcharging. Bam. Yeah. Isn't it weird how much technology is around us? It's like magic. We never think about all the shit that is happening, like with our everything yeah. with our cell phones. And yep. think back when you were a kid and like trying to imagine being connected to everything at any given time. And it's just <laughs> unbelievable. Well, they always joke around, right? They're like, people are always like, uh, all the conspiracy theorists is like, the government is making things that track you on that. And it's like, no, it's for real. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> that phone, phone knows everywhere that I'm at and knows everything that I'm doing. I mean, what? For the COVID stuff, they did contact tracing through cell phones, you know? So you're yep. like, damn, dude. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. <clears throat> and that's why I think about because I'm like, that's the stuff we know that's going on. Like, what else is right? going on? You know? Oh, my. Okay. So there's this new series on Netflix. Not, not, I guess it's not new, but it's like spy tech and it's like Ooh. gadgets and stuff like that, or like just spy stuff in general. And they go over like, you know, different things that spies use and have done and, you know, routines or stories. Um, and one of them was like gadgets. And like this one was like a legit, like credit card, dude, like, you know, like a regular, it looks like a regular debit credit card with the chip and everything. And they were saying that those chips um, are capable. Um, the gov- Only the government can issue them, but um, there's credit cards out there that can record sound they can record um, GPS locations and stuff like that and track people and stuff like that, Wait, as, do, you know, spy devices and stuff. Do like normal people have these and you no, don't no, know no. it? Only, or, oh, okay. only government. Like they're wow. special issue to the government. But, but that's crazy that something that thin without having to be charged or anything like that, you know, can just wow. exist and record audio and, and track and everything like that. Man, they were also talking like there was ones like back in the day they had like um the the same kind of technology but it was more robust and when I mean robust, not that robust. They put them in the heels of people's shoes, and so like it was a recording device and you can record conversations and this and that through the heels of the shoe and like hear them pretty good. I feel like I've seen that in a movie or something. That yeah, sounds dude, familiar. It's, it's like I was like, geez, dude, all the stuff that they have is ridiculous. Like how they assassinated people like these, like, I don't know. What is it called? It wasn't plutonium, but it was like a radioactive pellet. So like, it was like a, a, a regular, um, what is it? Uh, umbrella. And at the end of the umbrella had a little syringe tip. And, you know, you can like walk by somebody and like, boop, and like poke them. Whoa. And it would poke them and inject a little teeny, teeny, tiny, like bead into them. And this, in this little teeny tiny bead had a thing of like, like not, I guess not like plutonium, but like something like that where it was radioactive and it like um, got into the bloodstream and killed them. Whoa. It made that person and the people around them 
radioactive because it what? put that much. Holy yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> but it was like that. There was that stuff. Like, um, what else? There was this one thing too, where cyanide capsules, because cyanide is super deadly, like instant deadly. And when they do autopsies, by the time the cyanide is like gone and dissolved by the time they do an autopsy. So it just looks like they dart of like cardiac arrest. Yeah. Like the closest thing we knew to that was like the perfect crime shit. Like remember we used to talk about yeah. the perfect crime was like yeah. an icicle because <laughs> it, yeah. it would melt and there's no evidence. Yeah. But, um, but they, like they, they crafted this thing where they like would fold it up inside of a newspaper and like, you know, back in the day, someone was just walking around, you know, with their trench coat and their briefcase and the newspaper and just walk by somebody and just like squeeze the paper. And inside was like a little gun with a cyanide capsule that was like, that it sprayed out wow. and just like would contact. And if cyanide gets on you too, like on your pores and stuff, it can seep into your body and you can die, dude. Damn. I didn't was, realize cyanide was like that bad. That's crazy. You like, don't even want to come into it, contact. Yeah. With it. <laughs> wow, dude, that is insane. Um, there's conspiracy theory that something like that happened to Bob Marley. Um, but it yeah. wasn't, I obviously it wasn't something like that cause it wasn't super fast acting, but like when yeah. he went to, uh, like when he was getting his first treatment on his foot or something, people say that they mm. injected something into him um, that uh, caused him to like cause the cancer to spread through like every single organ in his body and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and as much, I'm not really a big conspiracy theory guy, but damn, I mean, there would be a lot of reasons. There would be a lot of people interested in removing Bob Marley from the world when he was yeah. doing his thing, you know, bringing political parties together and whatnot. Damn, that shit is wild. I'm going to check that out. Spy tech on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely want to check. That's what, it's yeah, that's what it's called. Spy tech. Those things both fascinate me and terrify me at the same time. Now I have to see. Yeah, check it out and get the name right. The tablet right here and let's see what it says. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's unbelievable the technology we have. And to me, like, that's the stuff we know about. Like, what else is there that's being tested? Or like how you put it with the uh, Johnson & Johnson, it's not ready to roll yet or whatever, but there's like <laughs> crazy shit in the works. Yeah, I think about stuff like that all the time. Um and then, you know what I tried out? I've got um, DuckDuckGo. I've heard, I only heard about it from Rogan. I heard him talking about that all the time. Have you ever tried that? Uh, do you know what that is? It's no, an, I it's tried an, it, no. It's an app instead of Google. Okay. Um, but it's like, it's really weird because, uh, it so it doesn't track anything and it, it blocks any outside companies, anything that might be through your phone. Um, it blocks everything from seeing what you're looking at basically so oh, that okay. so you're not getting customized ads the thing that bugs me about google is that that's why i try to stay logged out of it at least but i don't even uh -huh. know, i'm not really sure how much it'd be nice to find an expert on this kind of stuff um like the algorithms they run and everything because what i hate is that like two people can google the same thing and get different results based on their past yeah. searching based on what like their phone is sort of automatically logged about them and their personality um so yeah, so I, I downloaded DuckDuckGo. It seems legit, um, but it's it's hard to tell, dude. Like you really don't know. Like it constantly tells me it's like, oh, uh, Google just tried to track you on this website, and you know somebody else tried to track you on this website. This advertiser what? tried, to, and I'm like, is this real? Is that, if that shit's real, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that it, it is becoming weird now how big these uh, social media and internet platforms have become. Like yeah. the fact that Google owns YouTube, and you've got you know facebook and twitter and all these things but there's not really a lot of competition it's only a couple of companies that own all this yeah. shit and it wasn't something that's protected by law because we didn't see this coming you know 50 no. 100 years ago or whatever <laughs> and so now we have all these situations where 
they have massive power, dude. And then there's no protections. There's nothing in place to like stop them from just abusing the shit out of their power, doing whatever they want. Block Twitter just blocks whoever they want to block, you know, if they don't like what yep. you're saying. So um, too, yeah. Yeah, and no transparency. Like nobody really knows what's going on behind the scenes with those companies. Or even just like taking apps offline, you know, and be like, okay, that that app's not available at our store anymore. Yep. Good luck trying to get it. You have to yeah. Go to website to get it. Totally, dude. Totally. Or even the weirdness, I was telling you about the podcast, about our podcast, how like years ago you had to, if you wanted to be on a podcast app, you had, yeah, to, had to submit everything. Yeah, you had yeah. to like apply and go through a whole application process. It usually takes a couple of weeks to get approved. Um, and now Spotify and as far as I know, just Spotify and Apple are the only two that you still kind of go through that process. But everything else out there, dude, because I like I have fellow teachers. So I just ask around like, what do you guys listen to? Like what podcast apps do you listen to? And so I get these random things and then I even Google Googled, like what were the top podcasts in, in you know yeah. last year or whatever and now the common practice is all of those apps they just grab rss feeds from the internet at random and so yeah. you can if you just have an rss feed if you just put a podcast out like we do through squarespace or whatever then it just gets picked up like i was shocked bro when i found out like how many different apps were on yeah. i'm like i never signed up for any of these like we're on everything dude and it's kind yeah. of it's kind of crazy and I told you it was weird too. I have the Tony Dollar podcast. I did three episodes back in 2018 and haven't done anything <laughs> since. But it's on like all the apps. I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. podcast is just out there and you don't realize <laughs> it. But all kinds of creepy shit like that's happening on the internet where everything's just sort of being tracked. And, um, you yep. know, I mean, we're, put, we're, we're putting ourselves out there with an RSS feed. So that's a little bit different. Um, but clearly, yeah. we've all had that experience of we're having a conversation about some product we're interested in. You get on your computer and bam, there it is. The first thing there you see. And you're like, what the hell? I guess yeah. we're for sure being tracked. Um, and I, I think I was more naive a couple of years ago because I was more like, yeah, it's happening. But I think it's more just commercial interest, right? It's just these algorithms yeah. they run so they can sell you shit and really customize your marketing. But, you know, with time, as time goes by and you've got only a couple of companies controlling all this stuff, people start getting greedy and they start doing behind the, you know, closed door deals. And, you know, just people's yeah. information has become we're really the product, you know, <laughs> like yeah. when it comes to social media that we are the product, our information, you know, and that's why when you see all those those ads and stuff they're targeted right at you and and the stuff you're interested in the shit you talk about with your friends all that stuff find it bizarre the other thing to think about is all the kids now right all these kids are on stuff they're on tiktok yep. and facebook and instagram and you know they put these warnings oh you have to be 18 years of age and then they do nothing to check or stop you just put a fake <laughs> birthday in there no problem you know and they've they have with all the technology they have and all the shit they can do you think they couldn't put better blocks on you know a nine-year-old getting on twitter or whatever but it's perfectly easy to do and you can, it's hard to stop your kids too if they have technology right right because you i mean it's very easy to just create another account all you gotta do is create an email which is super yeah. easy to do if you're listening out there kids don't <laughs> don't listen to me I'm not telling you how to get around your parents in fact turn this podcast off right now this is not for you grown-up talk grown-up talk <laughs> yeah i almost said it that way on our youtube because we've been putting the uh uh videos on youtube so now all our episodes are also on youtube and there's a video version yeah. on our website as well um but i they had an option on there to like limit your audience to 18 uh, and older so I was like oh that's good that'd be good for us you know because the stuff we talk about or whatever yeah. but then when I did it it's like it doesn't come up anywhere like it blocks the shit out of it bro so I ended up taking it off I'm like well you know I don't think we're most technically, we're technically PG-13 yeah 
Yeah, yeah I know nowadays, right? <laughs> There's no nudity, so <laughs> that's because. Oh my gosh. Okay, speaking about PG 13. So, you know that the Pinocchio, like it, it was in the movie theaters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the live action thing? Yep. Bro, Tira like got us tickets. And so we went to the movie theater and there was like three families at the movie theater when we went. So they're like super social distance there. Like every, like we were in a row by ourselves and like two rows down, there was another family and then like a row down, there was another family. So like, it was like nobody in your row. But uh, anyway, so we went to this movie, we went to the Pinocchio and I I knew nothing about it. Tira was like, Oh no, I seen some previews for it. You know, she goes, it looks good. And she goes, the animation and the CGI looks pretty cool. And I was like, okay, sweet. I'll go. I haven't heard about it. So we went and then all of a sudden, like just watching it, you're like, this is weird. Like, why is this kind of dark? Uh-oh. I was like, it was like, you know, dark and like Jiminy cricket was like a humanoid cricket, like a mid, like a, a little person humanoid cricket. Whoa. And it was creepy looking and i was like oh it's like okay that's weird and um then it kept on going through and just like different things like they stuffed him full of coins like force fed him like coins and stuffed them full of coins pinocchio and they're kidnapping him and like 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 snatching him up and stuff and the part we we left the movie theater dollar because one particular scene Somebody steals him because they want these two guys steal him. And they look like KKK members, bro. They're all like in hooded, white hooded things and everything what? like that. And, and they're, you know, they're all covered. And they're like, um, it's an Italian movie, by the way. So it's, you know, it's in English, but it's Italian accents and everything. And, um, and so they're like, okay, we'll get these coins out of you one way or another. You know, we just need to, you know, we'll need to, you know, kill him first. And then we can take the, the coins out of his belly. Oh shit. The next scene dollar I was not prepared for. I was like, what are they doing? So they're like, they're like, why is he still alive? And they're all just like sitting there and they're like leaned up against a tree. I was like, oh no. I was like, if this kid is being hung right now and they're about to show it, we gotta leave, dude. And so um sure enough, they cut to fucking Pinocchio and he has a noose around his neck and he's hanging from the tree and he's like, My papa will find me. My papa will find me. And they're like, why is he not? They're like, why is he not dead? And in the middle of the theater, Callie is with us, dude, seven years old. And I said loud, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Out loud. Oh. And Tira was like, we got to leave. We got to go. So we just got up and left. And another family got up and left too. And what's the rate? This is a PG 13 movie? Yeah, dude. What? How bizarre! I got a go- I was trying to Google some of the images. I couldn't find images of those dudes with the white things, but like to have them look like KKK, and then they're literally hanging people. What? Yeah, the let me see fuck if I can find like- Oh my god, bro! That's so crazy. There's no doubt the rating system has changed a lot. Um, like as far as what is considered what. I mean, good lord! To get a PG-13 back in the day, you had to be. It had to be pretty, uh, pretty straight and narrow. Whereas I feel like now there's so much shit. And now, like, dude, that's the other thing, too. I'm not, I'll do it I, real quick here. I'll share the screen real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. I got to see this. This is crazy. Um, God, I wonder what's up with that. Like, why did they have... Yeah, that, dude. See? What the fuck? And this is... That's not a real person, right? Or that's, like, uh, that's animation? I mean, like, computer? No, it's like, it's like, they, like they kind of like make mix. up and stuff like that. But, dude, I was like, oh, my God, dude. 
Wow, bro. <sighs> yeah. It oh was, my god, it was, and you're there with Cali? What the dude, hell? It was brutal. Oh. I was like, oh my god, what are we watching? Like oh. a fucking child being hung. I was like, come on, dude. That is awful, dude. Yeah. Wow. So, so you left. So you're like, we're out. We gotta go. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We Italian Pinocchio <laughs> was, and then I like, and then I, I was still in tears. I was like, dude, I was like, did you like, did you not look at the reviews before you like <laughs> this movie? I was like, because that's what I do. And anything like if it's a restaurant stuff like that, I always look at like reviews before Smart. I go up there. You know, mm-hmm. kind of set the expectations and and everything, and even movies. You know, like okay, mm-hmm. what's the movie say? And I'll go watch it. And I was looking at the reviews of this movie and, you know, some people were praising it like, oh, it's, you know, it's a, you know, a darker adaptation of the Pinocchio, like the Grimm stories, because that's where mm-hmm. they come from, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. And then another one was like, you know, we thought this was a children's movie and we took our, you know, kids to it and we walked out during the the hanging scene. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. So other people had had the same experience, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of that time we went. I can't even remember what movie it was we went to see. Nor can I remember what the um the preview was, but it was that it was like a cartoon, but it was for sure for grown ups that had like all these hidden uh meanings. It was like what was that movie? It was like an animated movie, but it had all these sexual innuendos throughout the whole thing, like really bad. And they were <laughs> foods, so there was like hot dogs, you know what I mean? It was like it was crazy, and I remember they—they all a whole bunch of parents got really bent out of shape because, right, you know, you're there to see. I can't remember what movie we were there to see, but it was like a legit kids movie. And then yeah. the, this one preview pops up of this animated, and everybody's just like, "What the fuck? Like, why are you showing this? We're sitting here with kids." But I can't imagine the actual movie. Um, yeah, that's smart of you to always look at reviews. That's one of the benefits of living in 2021, dude. Yeah, you dude. can just look up anything and just see what other people have experienced before you just jump into it. So I just Googled like assassins and stuff like that for the thing. And they actually show like in the old, like grim things. Look at this. They show like, is that like the his- historically what they actually looked like? Cause the KKK dude or something. Look at that. I showed that on the, Oh shit. That is creepy as fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, and I had only heard of it. I literally haven't seen previews, anything. I just I've heard people talking about it and saying it was different. I've heard that it, you know, it's got a little bit more of a Oof. <laughs> Yeah, heavy duty. Thanks for the warning. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, we won't be watching that. That's super creepy. No thanks. Man. Weird how movies have changed like that. You can get away with a lot more. When we were kids to be PG thirteen, like I said, it was pretty straight and narrow, dude. You had yeah. to be by the book, you know. It was you could only have a couple of swear words in there, if any. Yeah, and now, now, dude, now dangalangs everywhere, bro. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's become the thing. Like, it doesn't even matter the rating. Like, we're all my okay. favorite story is still the Hall Pass movie. Oh, at, at my house. house. Oh yeah, dude, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I was upstairs studying or something. I think I was working on a history paper. Yeah, that's right. It was a history paper way back in the day. And then yeah, all of a sudden I just hear total fucking chaos downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, come running down. Like, what happened? And the girls like <laughs> they were watching Hall Pass in that part where the you know. <laughs> The hot tub part yeah i'll know what part we're talking about uh and then i guess the, <laughs> all my girls they just kind of like drop their stuff and everybody's standing there staring at the screen with their mouth agape like <laughs> it's like oh god no <laughs> what the fuck uh, and then marky mark was there he was the one who was watching the movie he had the movie on him and Jaden were of watching course. the movie yeah of course, of course. <laughs> and then of course myra's screaming she's like get the remote where's the remote nobody can find the damn remote 
I'm just like, what is happening down there? It's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's become very normal. I mean, eh, I mean, I'm not a fan of that shit. Obviously, you know, for my kids to accidentally see stuff like that when they when they were so little at the time, they had no idea what was happening. Like, what's going on? Uh, but better that than like the the brutality and the, you know the murder and the fucking cut yeah. heads off and all this stuff. People hang, like Pinocchio hanging from a tree like that. Like, what the hell? And it is. Yeah. You said it's literally rated PG-13. Is that what? Yeah. Uh, good lord, Pinocchio rating yeah i wonder i feel like who runs those rating systems do you have any idea motion picture academy so it's the same people making the movies essentially. yeah gotcha and there's no is there any outside like fcc have anything to do with that do you know okay. i'm not sure i'm trying to look at it right now see motion picture content rating system as an okay so it's an organization designated to classify films based on their suitability for audiences okay first of all that that's a crazy phrase suitability for audience like according to who <laughs> like people have different values and different beliefs um yeah censorship movie theaters da, 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 da. oh yeah it's gotten way oh okay so this company actually works in a whole bunch of different nations and it's actually different for each nation oh my god philippines cracks me up you got to see this here let me let me share, <laughs> share, share my screen really fast their ratings are lax over there no the opposite <laughs> it's like oh so you can kind of see if you can you can see my screen yeah yeah okay so you can kind of see like the different ratings um obviously yellow you know is like pg and stuff but i was cracking up when i got down to the philippines down here um whoops i passed it right here look at g g is like whew, vast majority of everything you know actually i don't know am i reading this right maybe it maybe it is more laxed let's see so okay white no restrictions yeah. suitable for all ages yeah so uh, this age is up top so 12 yeah okay so it actually is more relaxed right oh no no because you can only watch no, g to a much a much older age before you can even watch what is r13 there's like new ratings for sure right i don't know well, no, those are all for them Oh yeah, where's let's find the United they States. Tell different things. Okay, so here's the U.S. Oh, we're pretty similar to Philippines actually. And we got PG well, thirteen, and then R. Yeah, see, I feel like this PG thirteen right here has gotten way bigger. Look how little the R is. <laughs> that's, that's so crazy. Yeah, bizarre. Um, yeah, I was just wondering about that. I feel like I kind of want to look into that a little bit more and just see like what the hell's going on with the rating system, like. No one's controlling it, which isn't. I don't think it's that bad or anything, but it does feel like anytime there's something like that where there's no outside organization regulating anything, <laughs> it's just arbitrary. You know, it's like it's whatever they decide. We're making the movies and we're deciding who can watch them. We'll decide what's suitable for kids, and like that's kind of weird. That's why you're smart, <laughs> dude. Look ahead, see what other people's reactions were. That's yeah, the best dude. way to gauge it. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the? Uh, did you watch the uh, UFC? This uh, was it last weekend or weekend before? Yeah, I think it was last weekend. Yeah, McGregor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor, first TKO, TKO of his life, dude, of his yeah, career. Well, I, I called it too. And to to Tierra, I was like, you know, we're watching. I was like, it's like watch. I was like, Conor's gonna get knocked out, dude. I was like, he's not expecting he's gonna get knocked out. And then sure enough, it's like boom. And I was telling that to Fron too, and he was like, oh my god. He's like, you called it. I was like, I told you. He's not expecting it. It's like Poirier's a better fighter than he was. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> Poirier, everyone's talking about Connor. Obviously, I love Connor too, but um, no, no doubt that guy has really evolved and progressed in his career. Um, no doubt he is one of the best right now for yeah. sure. Um, 
I guess arguably he's he's the best now, right? Like Connor was number four. How however much same idea as the movies? Like their rankings, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't, um, and again, it's just based on Dana White and his popularity <laughs> contest. He's like, I own everything. I decide who fights. Yeah. I decide what the rankings look like. Like it's all up to yeah. Me. Well, no, it's like um, and the other thing too is as as Connor's like progressing on, dude, he's becoming more humble. Have you ever seen? Did you see like the pressers and stuff like that? Yeah, the for sure. And everything for sure. You know, he's like shaking hands. He's like, all right, congrats. Let's do this. Let's do it. And like, they get off and they like square off and everything. And you're just yeah. like, damn dude. Okay. Like, yeah. Then he like, after the fight too, he's, you know, saying, you know, I'm going to check out some of that hot sauce and this and that. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And he donated $500,000 to that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Poirier is a fucking awesome dude. Like that, yeah. all that f- fundraising and the organization he created. Um, but then yeah. McGregor like donated to it. And then I don't know if you saw the little clip after the fight yeah. where Poirier's wife came in and greeted Conor McGregor and said, good fight yeah. and everything. Um, but as far as the technicality of the fight, dude, he had not faced a lefty like that that was just yeah. going to attack the shit out of his calf. Because to me, that's why he lost the fight. He lost dude, that fight because he was he so... He went out in crutches. Bro. He's, <laughs> and he got... He's like... Um, after each UFC, they like come out with a list of injuries, and then certain people are banned for a certain amount of time just to sh- until they can show that whatever injury it is that they got that yeah. is fully healed. Um, and he's out for like six months or something, Conor McGregor, <laughs> because of his leg. His leg was jacked. He was hobbling for, you know, way after yeah, the fight, dude. fully dressed, still yep. you know, out of the dressing room hobbling. Um, but yeah, dude, so he's not used to having to deal with that because as a left handed dude, he doesn't face that very often. But he was facing another lefty who, what a great strategy, he just kicked the shit out of that calf in the beginning. Um, yeah and and connor is all footwork bro like that's his number one thing the way he moves if you take his ability to move like right there at the end when he got finished where you're watching him he's trying to get out of the way the punches but he couldn't it was like he was glued to the ground yeah it was awful he didn't want to put he wanted to put the the weight on his leg dude oh yeah so he was so he kept on leaning back and when you're leaning back you know you're kind (laughs) of and then when he hit the fence that's when it was over then that that's how Poirier finishes people. He gets you up yeah. against the fence and he just unleashes just punch after punch after punch. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. And it's interesting to watch how Connor. So many things, dude. Like one is he he had did have a good point when he said ring rust, right? Because he's been out for a while. He hasn't fought. A year. Um, yeah. Yeah, but before that, there was also a long break. So he's fought like yeah. once in like two years. Um, and so there's something real about that. Like you're not like he said, as he put it, he wasn't cozy in there. You know, if you're in there all yeah. the time fighting, you're going to be a lot more cozy. So there's that. Two. The other thing is is like I always enjoyed watching Connor on the come up, right? Like when he was becoming, uh, when he was coming from nothing, when he was living in poverty in Ireland and like fucking yeah. had jack shit and he had every reason to want to succeed. He was like one of those great inspirational stories of people just making shit happen in their life with dedication and discipline and whatnot. Um, but you got to think, you know, you get to a certain point where we've got millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, there's not that same. It's not that same drive. He's more like, I think he has fun. I think he enjoys it, but he's not as hungry because I think that's where a lot of that like shit talking stuff before came from was like, you know, just that absolute hunger to dominate and to desire that desire to win no matter what. Um, I like the new Connor too. I think uh, I, I like seeing, you know, him being humble and respectful of everybody. Um, but that being said, does he have the same fire? Is he still really the best? I, yeah, I don't know, man. There's yeah. um, clearly you've got Khabib who's not, supposedly not fighting everyone says he'll come back for a 30th uh 30th victory yeah um, but, i don't know well, well, well just the humbling like you're saying of connor you know like what uh, i remember when he bought that big old yacht for his dad and he had a 188 on it 
and the 188 represented the the his uh, welfare that he got weekly. Yeah. And so it was just it was a reminder to him, you know, that's where he came from, you know, on welfare, you know, coming up and and fighting and everything and now he's at where he's at. Yeah. And I know some people Oh, it kind of always hated him um, when he was on the come up and everything because of all the shit talking. He did the crazy antics, throwing oh, that chair me too. And, yeah, I was one of yeah. those people. I was like, dude, I was like, God damn, he's just all talking shit and this and that. And then when he just started throwing hands, you're like, damn, okay, he's pretty good. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, pretty, he's real good, but man, he's this guy's cocky as yeah. shit. Yeah, I could be a real ass. And then like when he hit the old man and stuff, a lot of people, you know, were real yeah. turned off by all that shit. And attacking the bus. Yeah, that was a big one, right? Was was that Rose uh, Namahunas? I'm probably I just jacked her name up. Well, wasn't that, was that bus, but all of them were in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't she the one that got hurt? I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was her, but I don't remember. Yeah. It was a female fighter. I do remember that. Um, but yeah, I mean, all that stuff was was nuts, and he definitely made a lot of uh, crazy ass asshole moves like that um, throughout <laughs> his career. Um, but yeah, I, I like the new Connor better. I think uh, I like where he's at uh, as far as a human being goes. Yeah. Um, but is he as exciting? I don't know. We'll see. I think if he gets warmed back up, he's not that old. Was he 33 or something like that? Yeah. He's still pretty yeah. young. Um, in, yeah. you know, UFC, you, you, that's not that old. It's not over for sure at 33. Um, so we'll see. And, and Poirier said he wants to do it again. They'll run it back and do another fight. That'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, what do you think Cause of... Because he keeps on saying that they're one and one. So Yeah. Yeah. What a respectful dude. Good Lord. I'm that yeah. Dustin Poirier, man. I haven't followed him a ton through his career. I know he's a really great fighter now. Clearly. I mean, he has evolved like that dude is amazing, which kind of sucks because that's what happens when you beat somebody like Connors. Everybody talks about Connor losing and what happened yeah. to Connor and where's Connor. But it's like, what about this dude, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> what an evolution. He's been fighting just as long. You know, they when they first fought, it was like 2014 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's come a long way. His game was incredible. Um, incredible to watch. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you, what do you think of this uh, Ben Askren versus Jake Paul? Have you, you do you know about this? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like a boxing match. Yeah, a boxing so. match. This Jake Paul fucking irritates me at this point. And I've been I've been somebody who all really the Paul, all the Paul bro- both the Paul brothers irritate me. Yeah, his brother irritates me less. Still irritates <laughs> me. I'm with you, but a little bit less. He's got a little more maturity, a little more respect in general the way he talks to people is a little more decent yeah um but no jake paul dude he rubs me the wrong way he, I, and i've been defending the guy because i've been really talking about how mike tyson gave him a shout out and was like you know say what you will about these guys they're really bringing boxing to the forefront again and they're helping the sport um you know whether or not but he also said you know his brother was gonna that's not that. boxing yeah it's not but i think tyson has a point because boxing was certainly I don't know if you could say it was dying, uh, but it was as close to dying as it gets without dying. And I just feel like there was a lot uh, wrong with boxing. A lot of the, you know, the um, judging of fights, you know, and corruption and bullshit was like really creeping in there. And and then and then, uh, yeah, I mean, so so as far as that goes, like I feel like. I see Tyson's point, um, and then, but I also see the critics' point of like you're degrading the sport by letting these amateurs get these gigantic fights based on having YouTube followers. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it, the truth is, is it does bring eyes to it, and it brings eyes to the fight. And then you had so I feel like Jake Paul has. I was defending him because he has more skills than originally. I was thinking, you know, when I saw uh-huh. him, you know, like, yeah, okay, this guy actually is making an effort here. He's putting stuff aside. He's trying to be a boxer. But what pissed me off was, did you see his reaction when Connor got knocked out? Yeah, he's offered. He offered like, bro. 10, yeah, he's like, I had forty mil for you. I got ten thousand cash, and he's just talking all this mad shit. And you're like, shut up, bro. So uh, 
I feel like he's really in the same way as Mayweather. He's smart at picking fights. He's picking yeah. these fights that look really, really challenging, but they're really not that challenging. Like Nate Robinson, you know, NBA player, super athletic dude. Never no, had a never boxing match. Yeah. Never, never, never had boxed. a boxing match, right? And now he's going after Ben Askren. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen in that fight because Ben Askren is definitely not known for his striking. He's He's been straight up wrestler, wrestler. his whole yeah. MMA career. Um, yeah. And his take on it is, bro, but I'm an elite athlete and I'm going to school the fuck out of you. I'm going to show you yeah. what's up. And I really hope he does. I hope he beats the shit out of him, to be honest yeah. with you. I hope somebody hands his ass to Jake Paul so he'll just shut the hell up and get a little well, bit. Well, Mayweather fights the other one too, right? On like the eighth or something like that? Yeah, his brother uh, Logan Paul, right? He's going to fight yeah. Mayweather. That to me is not even going to be close. Like I feel like Mayweather's just going to completely dominate him despite the size difference. There's a huge size difference there. Yeah. Uh, but that's part of the problem. Is I, Do you know what weight they're fighting at? I don't even know. No. I'm sure whatever Mayweather wants is what they're fighting at. Yeah. And that guy's like 6'2 or some shit. He's going to be just <laughs> gaunt, just a fucking skeleton getting into the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we'll we we'll see what happens. I was curious what your take on that was. Those guys irritate me now. I'm at a point where I'm just, I see what Mike Tyson's saying, but at the same time, you know, it'll be interesting if, because if, let's say, let's just say that Jake Paul gets some kind of spectacular knockout and actually knocks out Ben Askren. By the way, he's training with, um, uh, oh, what's his damn name? Masvidal. Did you see this? Yeah. yeah. And he was like showing him. It was so hilarious. I saw some clip of him like showing him because Masvidal had that, like the fastest recorded UFC yeah. knockout when he knocked out Ben yep. Askren with the flying knee. Um, and so he was like showing him the footwork and then, but they were, instead of a knee, they were turning it into a punch. And so that he was like copying the footwork and it just looks silly dude with his bleach blonde hair flopping around and acting like he's some kind of professional fighter. Like, dude, you're a YouTuber. Come on, man. Like, yeah. I mean, he probably kicked my ass. I'm not going to lie. I have no boxing <laughs> training whatsoever. Um, but I'm also not calling people out that have been doing this their whole life and yep. trying to. Yeah, it's hilarious. And I feel like so. But what happens to me will determine what's going to happen moving forward. So if he gets there and he he successfully like gets some spectacular knockout on Ben Askren, it kind of sucks because, you know, he's going to get another big fighter. He's going to he's picking them smart. He's like picking UFC fighters. He's picking guys who don't do this, but are known and are athletic. And so it looks like a challenge. Um, but then he can get in there and he can look amazing. But if you put him in, in there against a legitimate boxer, they're just he would just get crushed. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. So Agreed. we'll we'll see what happens. Actually, at the gym, actually, there was this uh, this cat that came in, and I recognized him at first. You know, even though with the mask on, he came in, and I was like, I saw his ears, and they're all cauliflowered up. I was like looking at him. I was like, you know, the top half. I'm like, yeah, look, that looks familiar. And then you know, he left, and then he came back the next day, and I was like, this guy looks really familiar. And I was like, I was like. I think he's a UFC fighter. And, um, and so he came in, he checked in again and then I, he left and, um, I was like, I was like, let me look this up. And I looked him up and, uh, his name is Dustin Ortiz and he was a UFC fighter for a while. And, uh, he has the fastest knockout in flyweight history, which was uh 15 seconds. And so okay. it was kind of cool. Cause I was like talking to him. I was like, dang, I was like, what do you, I was like, he hasn't fought for like, almost two years, I think something like that, but he in the UFC, but he's like fought other places. And, and he sounds like, and I was like, are you looking to get back? He goes, yeah. He's like, UFC's telling me that I got to get two fights under my belt to win. And then I can come back on a contract um, for them. Uh, I was like, Oh dang, cool. And so I was like, let me get a picture when you're done with your workout, man. 
and so I left before he <laughs> before he left too. So oh uh, yeah, that's cool. I was just looking him up. I I don't. I mean, he looks vaguely familiar. I may have seen him fight before, but he's legit for sure. He's a little dude, right? Like five yeah. five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, looks like he is originally out of Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, interesting. Um, that's yeah, cool. But he, at, but he was in California, and you know everything was shut down in California as far as gyms and everything. And so he came out here, and he's been um, fighting. Um, and what's his name? Uh, um, Skagen. He's been training with him um, out here at the Easton Gym and and with the Elevation Fight Team and all that stuff too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who so, that is, but I know Elevation for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool, man. Um, that's pretty nifty, pretty yeah. pretty neat to have a dude like that training in your gym. Um, and it's always cool too, you know. I've always felt that way about JD as well. You know, JD Hardwick. It's it's neat knowing those guys. You know, when they're when they're still kind of like people don't really know who they are. You hear about these little inside deals with the UFC where they're like talking about, oh, you know, get this win, get this going on, and yeah, um, hey, what's up? Looks like we've got a couch guy in the comments there on the Facebook. It says, oh, look at hey, this. Hi. <laughs> what's up couch guy we got to get you back on brother i'd love to have you talking on about you and submitting to uh dollars children <laughs> yeah i don't know if you remember that couch guy we were talking about how uh the hall pass movie when we were back at the old house and how i was upstairs working on a history paper and then the uh famous scene right there but where uh was it owen will or uh owen wilson gets he's like getting offered help out of the hot tub <laughs> <laughs> by the dude and then my girls are standing there hangs are just hanging out yeah just hang, just hanging out indeed oh good lord but yeah buddy let's let's have you on again man it's zoom so if you got zoom capacity you could join us for sure uh at uh, any point in the future um forgot what i was going to say there what were we talking about right before that pierce ufc stuff ufc oh michael chandler did you see that uh dan hooker getting uh tko'd as well yep <laughs> boy might be a new lightweight in town huh yeah, and, he, and he called everybody out he called out Con- just before the mcgregor fight he called yep. out connor he called out poirier uh called out several different people um but he what an impressive win and that's not hard that's not easy to do to dan hooker but that guy that's a yeah. bad man uh but he just got his ass handed to him and yeah, it's, he did. it's crazy how small chandler is he's like that short stocky little dude with just explosive speed and power um, so it'd be, it'd be fun to watch him too. I don't know how old is that guy. How old is Chandler? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't have his age here. Mark was Mark was laughing and said, "Yeah, the one with the big dong." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, just come right out and say it. That's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, so he's thirty-four. So Michael Chandler's thirty-four. So again, yeah. not that old for UFC. Um, but he, I mean, he dominated. He's had the belt a couple of times for Bellator. Um, yep. So it'll be interesting to see how he stacks up. Obviously, just. Uh, Ran right over Hooker. I mean, that was that was kind of crazy to see. He was clearly disappointed afterwards. Yeah. Well, that was the thing too. Like that's what Hooker was mad about too. Remember, he was saying that he's gonna knock out. He wanted to knock out Dana White's new new prospect because he's he automatically like got like a high ranking just because of you know who he was at Bellator and all that stuff. And yeah. Hooker wanted to knock him out and, and put uh, Dana White's boy <laughs> to shame. Yeah. Yeah, no, that didn't work out. <laughs> that did not yeah. go according to plan. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's part of what we all love about UFC, right? It's just unpredictable. Because yeah. um, you get that in boxing and you get that in other sports, but nothing like UFC because there's such a wide variety of skills that these guys have as they're going against each other. Um, and you just don't ever know what's going to happen. And matchups make fights. So just because guy A beats guy B, then when, you know, and then 
well, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm, I always try yeah. to say I can't communicate that very yeah. well. But you can have somebody who just beats the shit out of somebody, and then that guy who got his ass kicked by that guy goes and whoops up on somebody who beat the other guy. And you're just like, yeah. oh, it's just weird. It's just how they match up. Um, <laughs> but I think for any lefty that Connor faces in the future, that's a real problem, man, that front leg. He is He was super heavy on that leg. Yeah, uh, exposed. Then, yep, exposed. Exposed. And then once you take that movement away from Connor, it's oh, it yeah. was over. And he actually did. I at first I was arguing with people, not arguing, but I kind of disagreed. I was like, it's a good thing they stopped the fight. I agree with the stoppage, but it wasn't like he was like knocked silly. But as I I rewatched like the end of that fight, and then you see him afterward, he did look a little out of it, bro. He like, yeah, he couldn't stand. He was trying to stand back up, and he was like wobbly. And they were like, no, sit back down, dude. Yeah, so, you with that yeah. right? So he's kind of dizzy and stuff. And you combine that with the the leg being totally jacked up. Yeah. Um, but what we're all <laughs> overlooking here too, again, is that man, poor he packs a punch dude and that's how he fit yep. anytime he finishes somebody that's what he does he gets them back up against the fence they're sort of stuck there and then he just unleashes uh and there's not a whole lot you yep. can do there so yeah we'll and see his, and his hot sauce is good too <laughs> yeah for sure because you know i have that hot sauce subscription and it's through heatiness and um they sent me that like a month or two ago and so i've already had it and it's pretty good okay Louisiana style hot sauce. Yeah, I was trying to look up what his foundation is too. What is the uh, the Good Fight Foundation? Let's check this out. What is what is it all about? Um, okay, the Good Fight registered five hundred one k. It's a nonprofit. He started it with his wife. Uh, saw an opportunity to turn memorabilia into new memories by auctioning off pieces from Dustin's storied UFC career. Oh, that's fucking cool, man! Uh, the money yeah. raised benefited the hometown of Louisiana, help undeserved communities, underserved communities uh, from food insecurity to healthcare and environmental disaster relief. Good guy, gotta love stuff like that, dude. Um, yeah. And we're you know we're talking a lot about Connor. You know, his newly found being a good dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this guy, Poirier, as far as I can tell, he's sort of always been like that. He's always been, yeah, a, yeah, a good, a good guy. He said, Mark was asking, who do you think are better fighters based on different arenas, one championship, UFC, et cetera? Different arenas. What does he mean exactly? I mean, just different. Different outfits, different uh, organizations. Oh, like the best organizations? Yeah. Uh, for MMA, um, I would say UFC for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's just like anything. They just got the money, you know? It's like yeah. it's like <laughs> comparing the NBA to some league that we started up. You know what I mean? Like it's not even yeah. close. Um, Bellator uh, surprisingly gives them a good run for their money. Um, and I think, but par- I think part of that, though, is also that if you're a good fighter in the UFC and things aren't going your way, um, that's the place you go. And so they do. Yeah. They do end up with a lot of uh, pre UFC fighters and a lot of ex UFC fighters. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think uh, if you're talking MMA for sure, UFC is the undisputed, uh, the undisputed best, the champ. Yeah. And if you watch like these people that have been around for a while, like people like Alistar Overeem and stuff, like yeah, you can see like they started in places like Pride Fighting, you know, or in Glory. You know, where they were doing kickboxing and MMA overseas and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna, I'm looking up a couple right now. Uh like Chuck Lydell. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, man. He was a that was a he was a great fighter. Um him coming back against Tito though was that whole thing was kind of sad, right? Yeah. That his was brains or his brains were already scrambled before he came back. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna look up um ex Bellator. 
in the UFC. Because um, I really feel like Chandler's going to do something for sure. Oh, yeah, Yoel uh, uh, Romero. Yeah. Oh, never mind. He's going the other way. He went the other way, though. Yeah, what was up with all those cuts? Do you know? They cut a lot of people recently. Um, do you know? Did you hear anything about why that was? It was like all of a sudden a, a bunch of really... They cut Spider Silva, which, I mean, he was getting pretty old. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. Oh, I just realized I got my full damn name on here. Tony. Well, shoot. Next next weekend is Super Bowl time. Yeah, man. It is. It is Super Bowl time. I, I got confused and thought it was this Sunday for a little bit. I was like scrambling, trying to get all my homework and stuff done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I got time. <laughs> I can procrastinate a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. do you got? So it's like the old quarterback versus the new quarterback, man. What you. Uh, where I don't you, like Kansas City. You, you don't like Kansas City? Yeah. Okay. Because of the players. I don't like Tyreek Hill. Okay. Because he, he should have been suspended. Uh, I don't like Travis Kelsey because he's, he's Travis Kelsey. He's cocky and I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't like Sorensen. And Sorensen's freaking a dirty player. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? So there's, oh, uh, Tyrone Mathau. I don't like him either because he's a, a cocky ass. Yeah, too, man, you don't like any of them. No, I don't like Kansas City. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I, you know, I, uh, I, for many years, I gotta be honest. Uh, let's see. Let's, what is he saying here in the chat? Brady has all the weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about a smart fucking guy. We're talking about how smart Mayweather is picking fights. Brady picking teams last year. Like, holy shit. Did he go to the right place? The thing with Brady is that the only thing that I'm concerned about is that you cannot throw three interceptions to Kansas city and not expect them to score. If right. you throw three right. interceptions right. in Kansas City, they're gonna score. Yeah. So Tom Brady, Tom Brady has to be Tom terrific in the Super Bowl and not throw you know any picks or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because that was sort of the story of that game, right? There was un- yeah, unconverted turnovers, three yeah. interceptions, and they still won. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans, they weren't able to uh, turn those into points, and that's what killed them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no man. I uh, I used to be a self-proclaimed Brady hater for a very long time. Um, I always, I, I don't even know what it was. I just hated him because everyone else hated him. We just kind of was like bandwagon thing. You know what I mean? So you're just tired of watching the dude win after win after win. But now as a dude, he's like, I think he's like a year or two older than me, like one year maybe older than me. Um, and to see this guy like pulling off the shit he's pulling off at his age, um, to be able to leave this team. I mean, clearly Belichick got fucked. <laughs> I mean, like it didn't go well for him after Brady has left. Um, well, that was the whole thing that they were saying, you know, who was the mastermind of, Right. The dynasty in New England, you know, was it Bill Belichick or was it Tom Brady? Obviously, Bill Belichick didn't make it to the playoffs this year, and Tom Brady is in another Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and we got Mark saying it's a, it's an offensive game more than ever, right? Uh, and that a lot of that you have to admit, a lot of that has to do with the rule changes over the years, dude. Uh, defenses are are not what they used to be, and it's kind of hard to hold them accountable uh, when you take away pretty much. You know, they can't do everything. any of the yeah the everything. Yeah. They can't do the shit anymore. For a lot of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has, as a result, become a very offensive game, which there's no denying it. Uh, so I agree, Couch Guy. I would say for sure. Um, but that being said, man, like ever since I watched those that little Facebook documentary they did, did you ever see yeah. that on Brady? Watch the Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was I gained so much respect for that dude watching that and just realizing yeah. and i'm always fascinated you know just like the last dance and stuff and michael jordan shit like yeah. i love watching like those amazing people that are like great among the great uh and like what is it that makes them that way what is that drive to win and you know what keeps them going and just seeing like every little detail 
does not go unattended for Brady. You know, yeah. everything from his body, you know, just like making sure that he's aging right and he gets massages every day. And like you see the shit the dude eats. I mean, like it's yeah. like the healthiest food you could ever consume. Like packed, everything's <laughs> packed with antioxidants and uh, yeah, all that stuff. So watching that's pretty remarkable. And most importantly for me, not just that he's older, not just that he's got attention to all details. He's one of the greatest ever. Um, but also he's never been gifted as an athlete, man. Like he's never been like you watch his con like his combine was crazy like you're yeah. like i could have done better like what the fuck and he's this lanky you ever seen the dude with his shirt off he just yeah. looks like a very average dude no no shredded <laughs> muscles no nothing uh and then he gets out there and just dominates but a combination of uh discipline and intelligence uh and yeah. hard work you know just all that stuff combined so for me i'm pulling for him which a little yeah, bit of, i'm pulling for tampa bay too yeah, yeah me too a little bit of tension in the house my my wife uh she's really fond of mahomes uh, and really wants to see him get in there and win another <laughs> Super Bowl. I'm like, he's got time. He's going to win more Super Bowls for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Whether you like him or you don't like him, um, there's no doubt. Uh, yeah. Okay. So thoughts uh, thoughts on Denver trying to get Deshaun Watson. What are you talking about Denver, bro? I saw a Chicago one that was talking about it for a little bit. The odds of that are extremely small, but fuck. <laughs> I, uh, Deshaun Watson, real quick, as far as the Bears go, I got to speak to the Bears. It's my team. And uh, I did get excited when I saw that. But at the same time, like my irritation with the Chicago Bears, it's I've sort of checked out as a fan. I'll never stop being a Bears fan. But I'm so sick of the front office decisions, dude. Like all we do is every year, we try to replace the coach and the quarterback like every fucking year. I'm like, how about we build an offensive line? How about we build a defense? Uh, and because in Bears history, when they've been good, they haven't had to have a spectacular quarterback, right? It's just got to be somebody who gets the job done, doesn't turn the ball over, um, a solid ass yeah. running game, solid ass defense. That's all we need. So I'll stop. I just had to vent a little bit, but I get so fucking irritated every year. They're like, we got to get a quarterback. And we're thinking about letting Nagy go and getting another coach. I'm like, shut up, dude. You should have kept <laughs> Levy Smith years ago and just built the yeah. team around the defense, built a solid ass running game. Get yourself an offensive line and get a quarterback who can just get the job done. We don't need anything fancy. Yeah. Shit, I'm fine with Foles. Put Foles in there. He could be a full time <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Um. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, what do you think on that, Pierce? Deshaun Watson going to Denver? No, he's not gonna. They're no. gonna trade him to like the Jets. The Jets have more okay. more money and 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 stuff that Texas would be more interested in than um, than Denver would. So, yeah, huge package coming from Denver. He says, "I don't know. I don't know the deal. I don't know the specifics. What are they?" You don't need Unless they include Von Miller in that deal. It ain't, it ain't happening, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Von Miller in trouble already, too. I saw a thing like a couple weeks ago. He was like being investigated by the Parker police for something. Really? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's never good. Those guys, they people run from that shit pretty fast. Nobody wants any part yep. of that stuff. Uh, what? Uh, uh, what's the word on Kaepernick, man? <laughs> poor, poor fucking guy. He just puts on, dude, in my opinion, like I said, he just puts that show on, you know, he put the the combine, he changed it at the last, remember that when he was trying to show the NFL, he was ready, yeah. you know, he changed it at the last second to a high school place instead of, you know, the actual stadium and yeah. he controlled it and this and that. And I mean, and I don't know if he's still like doing said, it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That, that was just saying like, you know. How how are you gonna ask for your job back when you when you just got done suing your job? That'd be like me suing the state and being like, "Hey, everything cool? We still cool, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, it just sucks, though, because I really feel like he had a lot of potential. Um, my dad always disagrees with me. He said, ah, he was never that good. Um, and, you know, he wasn't the greatest quarterback, but I feel like if he had had the chance to mature as a quarterback, I think we would have seen great things out of him for sure. Um, but yeah. yeah, last I saw, he was still, I mean, he gets up at fucking five in the morning every day. He's training yeah. every day, doing all this stuff, uh, just preparing as a professional athlete. Um, but it, there was a period when it's how it's just weird to me, like the whole kneeling thing, how it was like, you know, it became such a controversy. And now like you see all this shit, just NFL is like, yes, black lives matter all the way. 100%. And you're like, where, yeah. where were you guys before? You know, like it's popular now. Oh, I see. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it's a very weird thing. I don't know. And I, I kind of low key think it, uh, him, him training and stuff like that. He probably, you know, because he got that settlement from the NFL, you know, part of me thinks of, they're, you know, in that settlement, they were like, you have to make yourself available, you know, two teams and this and then you have to be ready in case of a team wants you and this and that. So I probably think that's, you know, partially why maybe not totally just his whim or his own yeah, thing. Yeah. He's just like, OK, I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, what we were man. talking about with the UFC. Like there's these like behind the scenes deals where they're talking to people like, hey, you might get a chance if, you know, like get your yeah. make sure you're ready to roll. Yeah, we'll see. It looks like uh, Couch Guy's putting all the details of the the deal in there. He's very <laughs> concerned about Denver. <laughs> Couch Guy is a two team guy. I don't take him seriously. <laughs> because I know a lot Broncos, of those. But he got the Rams. He don't know what to decide on. Yeah, yeah. Who is your team, Couch Guy? Who is your Who is your legit <laughs> favorite team in the NFL? Uh, but he's you know what else is he's also a really uh, big fantasy guy because I know fantasy changes you, bro. Like anytime I play fantasy, like all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, I want the bears to win, but not by that much, <laughs> you know, or like whatever, it just <laughs> depends on this, the, this, the scenario my offense, you know, I had Devonte Adams this year and, uh, Jones, the running back. And so, yeah. so I was very, cause I hate green Bay cause I'm a bears fan, but at the same time I was rooting for them all the time. <laughs> like I want you to lose, but just, just make sure those guys pick up a lot of points. Wouldn't you? <laughs> That's funny. But our league was kind of screwed up. I, so I did play this year, but I didn't play like in a totally legit league. It was my son really wanted us to play. And so he yeah. created a league. Uh, but that's what happens when you have a 14-year-old uh, kid uh, create the league. Because <laughs> first of all, he didn't know how to set it up right. So we had all kinds of goofy-ass things. We had like multiple rounds of playoffs. Like we were playing for weeks in a row for a single playoff <laughs> game. Like it was very weird. Uh, and then also he started doing bad pretty early on. Uh, and then just lost interest. And so Aww. he just stopped putting in players. You know, I was like, I, one week I was playing him. I'm like, bro, you have two open spots on your lineup. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, that if you get in trouble, you know, you get your phone taken. <laughs> you can't, uh, you can't it. Womp, womp. Yeah, but he has a school laptop. So he could, if he, went, he wanted to do it, he could do it. <laughs> um, but I definitely want to do it next year. My bro, uh, Dominic, surprised me. He's super good at fantasy, man. He's, uh, yeah. I got mad at him. Though. I was talking mad shit to him because he was, uh, he was hoarding all the good players, dude. His bench was better than my starting lineup. I was getting irritated. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. I don't have a, a, an actual valid gripe about it, but it was it was so hard to watch his bench score more than my fucking starting lineup. Because uh, I was, the, you know, how they do the predictions at the beginning. I was predicted yeah. to be the first place team, uh, yep. and then I, I actually ended up finishing first in the regular season. And then I, have, of course, I had to, and I was gonna get out of having to play my brother. Uh, yeah. But at the last minute, he lost at the last minute, and then the person he lost to um, ended up moving into his position, so he dropped down to third, and so I had to play him in the very first round, uh, and then he, <laughs> he pretty much handed me my ass, and it was over for me <laughs> right then. 
But it was weird. We had the thing. Have you ever played in a league like that? Where you had the in the play like a playoff game was literally the best out of two weeks combined. Yeah. Is yep. it? Do, oh, so do you usually? That's do that? normal. Yeah. That's oh, normal. that is normal. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, was like, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jaden set it up perfectly fine. I don't know. <laughs> it was PPR though too, which is good. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Did you play at all? You didn't do fantasy this year, right? No, no. I was unsure about it. Yeah, I wasn't willing to get into any serious leagues with anybody. I just played. Yeah. It was like my son and my dad and my brother and my nephew. Two of my nephews actually played. But you can't you can't depend on those young kids, man. <laughs> they just yeah. abandon their team part way, and then if you get a victory, it just doesn't feel legit. You're like, come right, on, easy man. win, yes, yeah, right, <laughs> bro. You had 68 points. Like, what's going on over it's there? Funny. It always cracks me up when there is people like that in the league, and um, <laughs> and then somebody like met on the message board is don't forget to put your players in. You're like, dude, I'm playing the dude that doesn't ever put people in. Don't remind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't remind him. Yeah. That's my win. <laughs> See, I was the opposite. I was all telling everybody, you know, like, would you, I'm telling them literally put players in. And then my dad's the one that's like that though. He's like, hell no. If you ain't paying attention, that's your problem. If you don't care, <laughs> I'll take the win anyway. Uh, by the way, do you see how dare you? <laughs> or, uh, uh, couch guy says, how dare you Rams all day? Uh, session the rotation we just got but then but remember that he said on the podcast who's america's team and he was like broncos baby oh that's right i remember <laughs> that i remember that some yeah. of our best clips there what do you got to say about that couch guy who's america's team now huh <laughs> <laughs> um hey let's talk couch guy i want you i want to get you on here maybe next weekend uh if you want to join us like friday nights or saturdays or something like that that'd be good Oh man! Uh, anything yeah. else big you wanna you wanna talk about today, Pierce? Oh, man. Well, I was like, I was on my way home from the gym today, and I was like thinking, I was like, there's a particular like station that I always listen to, like on the way home from anywhere. Um, and I was like, I was like, well, what do you listen to, Dollar, when you're when you're coming home from from work or from school or whatever? What do, do I li- go to uh, yeah. for music? Yeah. Or, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts. No, I listen to a lot of reggae still. Man, I'm so productive. Okay. Yeah, lately that's been the thing. I put on, and it's just like a generic Apple uh, reggae playlist because I like those because it's not like uh, Pandora or whatever. Like you get as yeah. unlimited skips. So if something comes yeah. up I don't like, I just I hit online. But lots of lots of roots, rock, reggae, old school. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, because I listen to, because uh, I have Sirius. And so I always listen to uh, the 40s Junction. And Tira always makes fun of me with that. Um, you know, she's like, you listen to forties music. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's like, it's like my go-to, like for feeling like chill and, and hanging out, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like Count Basie <laughs> jazz. And Duke all Ellington. Yeah. So, oh bro. That's <laughs> <a shit. laughs> all that scatting. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so gonna i'm gonna take that little clip and that is gonna be our intro music right 
<laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I do for uh, my homeroom class. We kind of just hang out, you know, and like sometimes we do like not, it's not really work. They don't get a grade in that class or anything. Um, so we do lots of fun stuff, team building and all that shit. So what I discovered that they love is music trivia. And I've kind of impressed at like the multiple decades that they know. But I have one student in that class. Uh, and he's like, I only listen to 30s and 40s. <laughs> literally he's like you got to put some of those in there or else i'm never going to do good at this game like what the heck <laughs> like dang okay kid <laughs> yeah for sure he's actually a cool dude he's a pretty unique fellow for sure <laughs> uh how about the gym mike what's the playlist that's what couch guy says there oh man my playlist is all all funky yeah i got lots of different stuff in there i mean i got like stuff from like um drowning pool in there um you got like Euro trance in there. Mm. You got reggae in there. I mean, I got everything. Yeah. Yeah. Much for, in there. So yeah, uh, there's some like when I'm like lifting heavy, like I have, t- I have three songs that are my go-to when I'm lifting heavy, when I need to push through and do it. Um, number one, everyone always cracks up is the Superman theme by John Williams. Superman. So theme by it's John the, da, 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 it's the you know the instrumental by john williams that's one of them and then the next one is uh bill conti the rocky song oh yeah for sure (laughs) wait is that the one is that the yeah oh yeah no that's uh that's different that's a different i have the tiger uh can you hear this if i play this let me know if you hold on there's an ad here of course Okay, three, two, one, ad will end. Sorry, bro. Okay, here we go. Nope. And they put a fucking second ad. Oh my God. That's so irritating. Um, I don't even know if you're gonna be able to hear it without me sharing screen anyway. Let's see. Is this the can you hear that? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's what I listen to when I'm lifting heavy, dude. It reminds me of like royalty coming out or something. And here is the king and the queen. <laughs> yeah. So I okay, listen to that. I listen funny. to Bill. Again, Bill Conti is a uh, gonna fly now that's the other one that i listen to bill conti uh, gonna fly now yep okay here we go let's see look that one up oh uh, yeah here we go yeah oh of course <laughs> oh yeah bro i like to be outside running for this one i like fog that coming one. out of my mouth oh yeah next one is uh drowning pool dead bodies is that the let the bodies hit the floor one? Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. I, I have to. I, I don't even know how long I can get away with playing these without us getting pulled or something. Uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't even be doing this, to be honest with you. I don't. That's what maybe ten seconds. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we're acknowledging them. So hell so yeah. Like so. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good one too. That's cool. Yeah. You know who? Honestly, who I listen to? Uh, not that you asked, Couch Guy, uh, but uh, Bruce Leroy. He has an Apple playlist, a workout playlist that he shared with me years ago. It is what? fucking amazing. I love <laughs> it. The only reason I haven't been listening lately is because I'm doing these um, those workouts I told you about. It's like a hit yeah. meets strength training, and it's a video. Uh, so I work out with okay. a video. So I always have to like. That's the only thing that sucks about those is you can't listen to other music. Music, you're got to listen to the actual the huh. coach and stuff as they coach you so but i missed that but no no uh, you should ask him about it dude have him share it with you it's uh it's awesome and there's a lot of variety it's kind of different every time when i listen to it yeah um, but well, it's funny because like on my list somebody shared like a video with me and it was like um 
what was it? I think it was on Facebook. Someone shared it and tagged me and it was like, is this you, Mike? And it was like this big old guy and he's like lifting heavy weights. And then they like, like zoomed in is like listening to his earphones and he had like a whole bunch of like soft music in there and everything. <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> and I was like, sometimes, I mean, sometimes that's mine. <laughs> like what am I, <laughs> one of my songs in my playlist is glamorous by Fergie. Oh, holy shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> what else? I got, uh, oh, I got Billie Eilish in here, a belly ache. Oh yeah. No, that's cool. No, I listen to variety too. Uh, yeah, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm doing strength training, I'll usually listen to like a podcast or something pretty, you know, just regular reggae or something kind of mellow. Um, but like if I'm uh, if I'm pushing hard or if I'm doing like a hard run or something like that, uh, I love yeah. that. I love that playlist of uh, uh, Bruce Lee Royce. There we go. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's surprising how uh, pumped up I get from Michael Jackson songs, dude. They are they're yeah, badass they, they get you going maybe now you need to go maybe after today you just need to go back to uh some duke ellington <laughs> dude i took a history of jazz class one time i fell in love with that shit there was some, there was some really good music back then I, I definitely can get down on that for sure um i'm trying to keep up with couch guy in the comments over here it takes a real man to admit these things <laughs> what is he talking about at the beginning though I'll have I'll have a hard on if I listen to that and walk around. I'll walk around with a stiff. I don't know what what was that comment in reference to, dude. I don't think any of those songs would have that effect on me. Gosh, uh, guy is a different guy though. He is a different man. He is. Yeah, he cracks me up even in just in the comments. I can't wait to have him on. We should try it for next weekend. I'd love to have that dude on. Uh, hey, daddy, moment. I don't, I don't know what he. It's hard to keep up with him in the comments. I'm. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening there. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good question though. Music, uh, music is huge, and that's why I listen to reggae on the way home. You know, because I'm all yeah. like, just crazy days. My days go so damn fast. Teaching man, it's like unbelievable. Yep. And so I get off, and it's like I just want to forget about everything, have a nice cruise home. And um, I remember back in the day, getting stressed all the time driving. It used to have it used to make me all stressed out. But I think it was because I was always in a hurry to get to the destination. So yeah. now I just, I let all that shit go, man. I'm an old man, bro. I don't even care. I'll just sit there, put on some good tunes, you know, or, or even a good <laughs> podcast and just cruise, watch all the people drive totally stupid. You're like, bro, keep that up. You're going to die one day. <laughs> like, yeah, it's amazing the things people do when they're just weaving in and out of traffic. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, like hey, we're all trying to get to somewhere, dude. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be the one that fucks it up for everybody. Yeah. And I, I hate to admit it. I mean, I was that dude at one point in my life. Not maybe not the swerving in and out, but like getting pissed. You know what I mean? Where you're like, "Come yeah. on, bro, why'd you even do that? Did you really have to get in that lane right that fucking moment?" You know, and you're, <laughs> you're getting all worked up and angry about some dude you don't even know. And like we all know, there's a countless number of assholes in the world. If you get worked up about all the assholes, then you're gonna, you know, live a short life, dude. That's yep. the big thing. I'm trying to focus on the de-stressing, man. That's why I'm I'm slowly honing in on all the health aspects. Been eating good for a while, getting all the workouts in, uh, trying to not stress about work. You know what I mean? Because one of the biggest things that stresses me out is evaluations, which I have one coming up this next week where people come in your classroom and they sit there with a clipboard and they're taking notes. And it's funny, man, because I, I perform music almost my whole life. I've never had much of a problem speaking in front of people. That kind of thing never, never really made me that nervous. But teaching when somebody comes in with a clipboard it's just like i just get so fucking nervous dude i start talking <laughs> faster talking too much and extra loud and it's be, you know what it is is it be, it's the unpredictable nature of teaching 
Like, it's one thing when you've rehearsed a song a thousand times and then you get up in front of a crowd and do it. Like, you know what you're doing at that point. But yeah. every day, every single class period, when I start a new class, you don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know what student might be having a difficult day that day. Or maybe it turns out it's excellent and everybody's on task, you know, and you just don't know. So that idea yeah. of somebody coming in and taking notes and like, is he doing his job <laughs> properly? Not to mention, right now we're teaching. I told you that, right? I'm literally teaching to two groups. So yep. I've got like a Zoom meeting with kids on it, and then I've got kids sitting in the classroom, and I'm trying to get them on the same page. Uh, and then somebody's sitting there with a clipboard going, let's see how you're doing here. Like, <laughs> Good Lord, no. <laughs> Don't. Uh, <laughs> couch guy, since I'm taking I-70 now, I think I have massive road rage. <laughs> just, yeah, we need to have him on. That way you oh, just... you got to come on, couch guy. Let's talk. Let's talk after this. I'm going to call you, bro. Uh, let's see if we could do next weekend. I'd love to have you on. Let me know what you're doing on Friday nights. Um, yeah, and then also uh, Staff Sergeant Lacey McDonald. I know I want to have him on soon. So if not yeah. this next weekend, maybe the one after. Um, but I know you had some things in the works for guests too. So just keep me posted. Yeah, for um, sure, man. Whatever you do with that. Well, cool, uh, dollar. What do you say, man? Yeah, it's about that time, brother. Yeah, good podcast. Fun mm. times. Yes. Now, now everybody knows my playlist out there. So. Yeah, yep. That's our outro music today, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just do that the whole time while we outro, Mike? Okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of the Mike and Tony Show. Mike and Tony Show. Thanks for tuning in. If you like the podcast, check us out. Send us a message. Mike and Tony Show at gmail.com. <laughs> the Mike and Tony Show.com. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, all that bullshit. Okay. I think that's right, it. Dollar. I think with that, Brady, that's a wrap, sir. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>